So, uh, chapter 5 of First John again. Let's say our prayers. Father, thank yeah. you for this opportunity for us to come together and to hear your word. Please, please open our eyes. Open our, our ears and, and, and open our hearts. Open our hearts spiritually, Father, so that we so that we can know the revelation of your word, so that we can receive the revelation of your word, Father. Please feed your sheep. Feed your sheep. Help us to help us to fathom the magnanimity of, of the of what we're taking in of what's before us, the greatness of the offering, that, that these are the revelations given to one man, which he endangered his life to share with all, and give us boldness to do the same. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Man, I uh, I eat a couple handfuls of Fritos and I'm surrounded by dogs. <laughs> I thought I heard somebody whining. Uh huh. They're all around me, looking, trying to peek over the edge of my desk to see if the Fritos are still out. Frito bags sound exactly like dog treat bags. Oh, they they know exactly what a Frito bag sounds like. <laughs> Those are dog treats. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my my doggies think that anything I eat is better than anything made for dogs. In fact, sometimes right. I give them dog treats and they look at me like, what are you kidding me? This is for dogs. So, chapter five. Whosoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And everyone that loves him, him that begat, Okay, and everyone that loves him that begat, loves him also that is begotten of him. So if you love him that begat, that's God. If you love God, then you love also the one who is begotten of him, the one who he begot. Right. Then you love Christ. If you love God, then you must love Christ. <clears throat> By this we know that we love the children of God. And if we love, and also, that goes down, that trickles down, and that means that if you love Jesus Christ, then you also love those who he begot. That's right. By this we know that, that we love the children of God. When we love God and keep his commandments, for this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments. And his commandments are not grievous. So that's the that's the love of God. That that is to love him is to keep his commandments. Right. And if we if we're not keeping his commandments, then we lie to ourselves if we tell ourselves that we love him. We we don't we may not knowingly be lying to ourselves, but we are maybe another word to, to say is that we are deceiving ourselves. We are deceiving ourselves. If we don't 
follow his commandments and we say that we love Jesus, we are deceiving ourselves. We are deceiving ourselves. Right. For whosoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So what does it mean? It, it, another, another translation of that says, whatsoever takes its origin from God must needs triumph over the world. Our faith, that is the conquest which conquers the world. So what do we do to conquer the world? Believe God. We believe, and we believe his commandments. And obey. And we believe his promises. Right. So, so when the whole world is is against us, when the whole world is telling us something else, when the world is telling us run in fear and the world is telling us everything's burning down, the world says we're falling down, we're surrounded. God's word says, I'm surrounded by God. Mm-hmm. God's word says, I'm not alone. What verse was that one? Which one? Oh, this was... Uh, so it was born of God, verse four. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, so the world might might tell us that that all hope is lost. The world, in our eyes, in our ears, what we're seeing, might tell us that the that evil wins. It would be very easy for us to be convinced that evil wins, that evil prospers, and right right now. There's a whole lot of Christians who believe that evil wins. Yes. And they are resolved to be victims. They're resolved to be the losers. They are resolved to it. And they have, they have already decided to themselves and, and to others, I even know that this is preached from the pulpit, that they're bet bigger than us. They're better than us. Man. And so it's not for us. It's not for us to desire that any justice should be done. They're the royalty and we're the peasants. And royalty is judged differently by God. <laughs> but that's not true. No, that's, saying, that's what they're saying. Oh. I, I, I've heard that from the pulpit. That's good so not, not at my church. Not in my church. Those of you who are listening afterwards, I'm not talking about my church. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, you could do a little YouTube search and find a sermon along those lines fairly easily. Um, who is he that overcomes the world? But he that believes Jesus is the son of God. Amen. So, so this is how we overcome this is how we overcome the world we know jesus is the son of god he is the word of god he is the living word he is the logos so when we look at the world and the world is telling us one thing and we say i'm not going to believe it no i'm not believing that that's right i'm not believing that because god's word says this no sorry sorry satan i'm not buying it and, and the way that we, we, we have to train our mind to, to, to right thinking with God's word, we have to renew our mind daily to God's word, daily. to the truth of God's word. 
And, and the way that we train our mind to do this is the way that I train my mind to do this is that I, I am continually in God's word and I speak God's word against the truth. And I think of everything around me as an illusion. I think of everything around me as a world in the matrix. It's all something made up. It's all put together. Because the only part of it that's true to me is God's word. And if I hold on to God's word and if I walk in God's word, then I might be walking through this world. But I'm not walking in this world. Right. Verse six, this is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ. Not by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the spirit that bears witness because the spirit is truth. It's the spirit that bears witness because the spirit is truth. And Jesus came in water and in blood. And he died in water and blood. When he was stabbed with the lance, water and blood flew, flowed out of him. Yeah. For there are three that bear record in heaven. Now, these next two verses, I, you guys have heard it from me already. I believe that these are these are m massive, massive keys to understanding the natural law of God around us. These are these are it, I, I can't even describe how important these keys are and how they play into everything that happens around us. These are an absolute truth. For there are three that bear record in heaven. One is the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. They're of one accord. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. See, in, in, in heaven, Jesus is who he has always been. He is the Word of God. That's right. He's the Word of God. And, and verse 8 says, and there are three that bear witness in the earth. The Spirit, not the Holy Ghost, the Spirit. And the water and the blood. So the Spirit that's in you is a witness. The Spirit that's in you is a witness. Our Spirit is a witness. And Holy Spirit might utilize and work with our spirit in order to seek out things in us that remain hidden to us or that we are hiding from others. Uh, he might shine a lamp in those areas. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, right? The lamp of the Lord. That's what the word of God tells us. The spirit of man is the lamp of the Lord. The spirit of man illuminates the dark places inside man. Yeah, because if we didn't have that, we'd be dead. Exactly. And there are three that bear witness in earth, the spirit, the water, and the blood, and these three agree as one. These three agree as one. I have a study somewhere that I was working on for weeks about studying all these massive events that happened in the world and how they correspond to the witnesses, the three witnesses on earth. 
mass shootings, 9-11, floods, those type of things, and how they corresponded to dates, important dates for Israel. That in certain dates in Israel, for Israel, we, we had experience of one of the witnesses that were that our action or our reaction was what the witness was seeking in that or what Jonathan Kahn would call a harbinger, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so, so, I mean, one of them that just absolutely blew me away was that, you know, America forced Israel to give up Gaza. Yeah, you, right. you know what happened the day they signed that? Do tell that. Katrina. That, that, that's what I was going to say. So actually, actually, it wasn't it wasn't the day that they signed it. What, what it, it was the it was the 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 final day that the last of the Israelites had to leave the Gaza Strip. Oh, OK, OK. That's what it was. But but yeah, you're dead on. The day, the last day, the final date that the Israelites had to leave the Gaza Strip is the day that Katrina rolled in. Yep. Did a tremendous damage. Yes. And and if and if anybody that's that's just astounding to me. It's astounding to me. It's astounding to me that that the same number of people that had to leave Gaza was the same number of people that died in Katrina. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. I had not heard that. I don't believe in coincidences. <laughs> no, there, there's no coincidences. There is no coincidence. So so we had a we had witnesses on earth. We had witnesses on earth that came to see our response to having so so we forced Israel to leave to leave their land. Uh-huh. And God forced us to leave ours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. What what was the death toll? I don't even remember. I I can't remember, Dad. It was it was. Uh, I can't remember. I have, like I said, I did a study on this. I had notes, and I was comparing pieces of of facts. You know about about the evacuation of Gaza, about pulling people out, about how many people stayed back, about the events with Katrina, uh, the dates, the times, how many people died those type of things. How many people were evacuated from Gaza and how many people were evacuated in Katrina? <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, it is. Uh, there is, there is some undeniable alignment between those two events. Oh, no. Unmistakable no alignment between those events. Yeah. And, and, and other events. Yeah. Um, oh, Yes. Uh, amazing to me that that on the on the on on and and another thing that I tripped across as I was studying that was that the the pagan festivals that are that were worse that were practiced in the Old Testament many of them were blood rituals and sacrifices to Baal were the same days that things like Ruby Ridge happened Sandy Hook happened ah. uh, uh, the, the the Las Vegas shooting happened all there all of these things happened on those days right which would which would indicate to you that if there were a whole bunch of devil worshiping people in power 
these are the days that they do those sacrifices under the guise of something else. Mm -hmm. The, uh, the compound in Texas that got hit. uh, Yeah. Waco. Waco. Waco happened on the same day with, with uh, Ruby Ridge and all they they exactly on the blood festival day when they attacked, killed all the women, the children, you know, uh, hit the bus on purpose. All, all of that happened on the same festival day, different years. Mm. Yeah, that cannot be a coincidence. It's not no. a coincidence. No. And and there's a lot of people waking up to the fact that the real evil in our country is. Look, we have we have people in office that are corrupt massively demonstrably corrupt oh no doubt but the evil the evil is in our department of homeland security it's in all the alphabet clubs Mm. pure evil Mm -hmm. they have their own army they do whatever they want and they destroy and kill anyone that gets in their way above the law they are above the law verse nine if we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God, which he has testified of his son. And indeed he did. The witnesses here on earth were involved absolutely in the death and resurrection and the life of his son. The three that bear witness on earth, the spirit, the water, and the mm-hmm. blood. All three, all three involved in the witness of the life, the death, and the resurrected life of our Lord Jesus Christ. The witnesses of God. And if the witness of man is something we'll accept, the witness of God is greater. Always. So verse 10, he that believes on the Son of God has the witness in himself. He that believes not God hath made him a liar Mm -hmm. because he that believes not the record that God gave of his son. Amen. Amen. Chapter 1, verses 7 and 8. Chapter 1, verses 7 and 8. I'm going to flip there and read it for us now. Chapter 1, verses 7 and 8. But if we walk in the light, As he is in the light, we have fellowship, one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Amen. So if we believe, then the truth is in us. The spirit of God is in us. And if we can't believe, if we don't believe, then the spirit of God is not there. Right. Amen. Dad, the floor is yours. Father, thank you for your word. And Lord, there are no coincidences, just as there's none for what's going on right now. There's a reason, Father. And Lord, explicitly you have said, if my people will on themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, I will heal their land. Father, this is a call for your children who call themselves by your name, humble themselves and pray 
So tonight we ask you, Lord, to forgive us for neglect. Forgive us, Lord, for things that we have put off in witnessing. Forgive us, Lord, for not doing the things, Lord, you've called us to do. And that's to be witnesses in this world today. And Lord, I know that I'm speaking for myself. Lord, I know too. I pray for this country that those who call themselves by your name will humble themselves, Father, and pray and turn from all of our wicked ways that you will heal this land of this virus, of the evil, Lord, that has encompassed our states, our cities, our counties, and our federal government, Father, our courts. Lord, it's rampant. And I call on you, Lord, tonight to cleanse this country of its evil. I come against every evil force, every force that calls itself good and it's not. I command it to leave in Jesus' name. And Father, fill our president with power and love and a mighty and to do the things that you've called him out to do. And Father, we thank you for him. We ask you to protect him. Put your angels about him, Lord, with swords against all those who come against him. And Father, we praise you and bless you, Lord. I ask you, Father, to minister into our judicial system, Father because it's been rotten, rotten to the core. And I pray, Lord, that you will cleanse it and do a mighty work. I lift up our churches to you, Father, that they'll be faithful, that we will find ways for our members, Lord, to, to congregate. We'll find ways for our members to get together in prayer, whether it be by phone or whatever, Father. We just got off a conference call with our church, Father. And we ask your blessings, Lord, over all these, Lord, that would uh, do a work for you, Lord, the called out ones. And I lift up Gwen to you, Lord, tonight. I ask your blessings over her health, protecting her, keeping her strong. Protect, Lord, from the evil from entering these doors in any way or form or fashion. I pray a covering over every home of our family, Father, that you will protect our family. I lift up Sky and Maria to you, Father. I pray, God, that you will bless him, that you will direct him, and help the men, Lord, in giving direction as this company has things to do. And, Lord, that you will be with him as he uh, operates from home. I ask you, Lord, to bless Jacob and Raiden, Father, and guide these young men in their futures. I pray your blessings over Tannis. God, just uh, open his eyes. Open his ears. Draw him to yourself, Father. Lift up 
Aaron and Elise to you, Father, and ask you to bless their lives. I pray, Father, for your guidance in John's heart. God, open his heart to you. Help him, Father, to know you are God. There is no other. And give him strength. I pray for our entire family, Father, that you would open eyes and ears and direct paths, Father. We're so grateful, Father. Lord, I thank you for all that you do in our hearts, because you do, you do guide us. I pray for Natalie and Mel and their family. So thank you, Lord, for each one, Father. I lift up Olive to you, Father, and ask you to bless her life. Thank you for all the good and the goodness and the mercy and the hope that we have in you, Father. And we just give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You as well. Good night. Love you.